This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is your Commander-in-Chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with T-Rex. Shalom. Shalom. How's it going? I like it. <laughs> I'm uh, good. I had a, a crazy week, man. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to go first okay, and, go and, and, uh, and tell I you about the I week. I want to hear it. Uh, so so last week was just nuts. I had uh, I filmed the um, the Real Husbands of Hollywood right. with with Kevin Hart and uh, my 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 episode had like Lunell from Borat. You know the big right. girl played the hooker in Borat. If you don't know her, and, and Earthquake. I've seen her titties by the way in really? real life. Yeah, at her house. <laughs> did you did you bang Lunell? No, hell no. We were doing a show together, and I went to her house up in uh, Oakland when she was living in Oakland. I went to her house to pick her up. And we just sat around there. Yeah, she's her wild. Uh, for her house for a little while. And she was like, I'm getting out the shower. No, she's wild. Literally, we're on set <laughs> and she's yelling, like, this, we're at a comedy club scene and she's yelling, Hey, all the extras, you girls, you don't need to be here. Just find one of these guys and get knocked up. That's what she was yelling. She's <laughs> right. like, And just yeah, keep the crazy. baby. Just keep the baby. Don't even wear panties. I, <laughs> she had a, I mean, it's just what she was telling people. I was dying laughing on right. set. But uh, it was actually. You know, it was a, it was a crazy week because I had uh, we, we, we I literally came from here Tuesday at a show Tuesday night in uh, I don't know Covina or something. It was like all Mexican crowd. It was a good crowd, but I'm doing I'm I'm on stage. I'm doing an hour, and some girls just won't stop talking. Just one of those things where just loudly won't fucking stop. Talking. And I'm like, was it was a Mexican chick? Mexican chick, kind of attractive, but just loud. And I was like, hey, listen, uh, listen, I, I I have a lot on my mind right now. I want to do my set. Just shut the fuck up. You know, I, was, right. I wasn't even going to try to even engage her in a, a, a right. war of wits. And she's like, just so you know, your fly's open. And my, my fly was down. I'm like, yo, well, perfect, because your mouth is open. And then that <laughs> right. was just like, boom. Right. She shut up. That, the rest of the set was great. Um, nice. And then there was another girl who was actually after the show. She was cute, but she kept having, she, she's like, look at my tattoo. And there's like a name on it. And I'm like, who's this? And it's like covered up. She's like, oh, that was a mistake. Some guy that I dated. And then she crossed it out. And then I look at her hip. I'm like, who's that? I'm like, she's, oh, that's my baby daddy. I'm like, how many more tattoos do you have? <laughs> right. <laughs> this might not go that well. But anyway, so the real husbands, it was, uh, I had a couple lines. It was fun. I got to work with Kevin Hart, which was amazing he's funny as hell he yeah. really is the hardest working guy i mean he literally came from england the night before it was there at seven o'clock in the morning on set till 11 o'clock at night then who knows what else he's doing i mean the guy is a fucking working machine yeah. and he finds time to work out and he's a super nice guy uh but it was crazy because like my my like one of my one of my roles was like i was a, a judge in a comedy competition so it, it, the, the the set really was a comedy club and I actually go I go to Linnell I'm like this is actually better than half the clubs that I play at and like this is actually a great set so and it was all these big names were there like Stan Lathan you know, yeah, you know, know Stan, Stan. Yeah. Stan's like a huge director uh, I mean from like Sanford and Son to you know two Chappelle specials to this and that to all these like Ralph Farquhar was, was on, he was on set and Tony Rock and right. all these all these bigger names you know Chris Spencer and uh 
something broke and there's all these extras and like hot chicks and this and that and it's a cool comedy club set so um what's the name uh Actually, something broke, and they had like 30 minutes of downtime. Right. So Chris Patterson was like, hey, man, Adam, why don't you do five minutes, right? And it was like noon. And I was like, all right. So I get up and do like 25 minutes and just fucking rock it. It was really? perfect. In front of, and I, I honestly, I never would have that kind of opportunity to do a set in front of Lunell and right. Earthquake and Tony Rock. And, and uh, I was like, it was like I was in my, my, my element. I right. was so fucking happy. How many that. people were there watching? It was like 50 people in the crowd. Really? Yeah. Like extras that were brought yeah. in for the and comedy club Yeah, they were dying laughing. I was completely filthy. It nice. was uh, It was awesome. And then Stan Latham was like, man, you really impressed me today. And uh, all these people were nice. like, uh, oh, so that was like a high, right? I went from there. But then like the day before, I had an audition for like like 12-page audition of just like the night before, you got to like... You know, just monologue, monologue, That, that, that monologue. is the worst, dude. The worst. And, and you're playing like a guy, I'm playing like, I'm, I'm playing a guy who's like coked out of his mind, whose like wife just left him and, and I'm, I'm trying to get rid of these drugs. Not far from the truth. No, not at all, actually. Um, <laughs> so just like, and those are just like, some people can just memorize stuff. I have a tough time just like memorizing things like bang, bang, bang. So that right. was like, uh, so that, that was that. And then I had a show Wednesday night. And then I was I was back on set. I was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday back on set. And then a show at the Comedy Store, a show at the Laugh Factory, another audition for a Disney show, which was ten pages long. And then <laughs> and, and then I did a MMA roasted video, which with Uriah Faber, who's in it. Nice. Who uh, who I uh, who uh, insults my my like forehead uh, uh, during the <laughs> thing. I'm like it's funny. I'm like roasting Uriah, and then Uriah shows up on the video and starts roasting me. Really? And he was super cool about it. That was yeah. like I was fucking thrilled about that. Uh, to the, from there to like. Just, you know, it was just one of those nights. And then, like, I was at the Ha Ha Friday Night Hosting. Saturday, I'm at the Comedy Store. And, of course, he's, like, I, I go up, like, 15th out of, like, 15. You know, they, they call it headlining. You're not headlining. You're fucking closing. You're, just, you're going last. You're going last. <laughs> and there's a table of, like, eight girls from out of town. And I said one thing. And, like, we don't have to take this. They get up and leave. And, uh, uh. which was, like, but then that bonded the rest of the fucking crowd together because right. everyone hated them. But it was just, like. So, See you next Tuesday. Yeah. And, and then, so then, and then, so then, I mean, like, in the meantime, I'm taking this new acting class. It's right. a boot camp acting class where. I think you're telling me about this. Where, like, everybody. Is meeting every day for three hours to go over their scenes, and it's like you have to be word perfect, know your stuff, and and I'm not meeting it because I'm fucking busy. I'm did, doing. All did this you shit. tell them that when you were like when they get on you, be like, well, yeah, well, you motherfuckers well, are trying to act, and I'm actually on set with Kevin Hart I'm gonna, acting. I'm, I'm gonna fast forward to that. So so what happened was I had this like quasi date brunch with this girl uh, Sunday which went pretty well I'm, I'm, she didn't call me back I guess it, I guess it went <laughs> I guess it went better in my head than it did in her head uh so I'm like I'm like trying to get to like my friend's Mimosas. father passed away. He's 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 doing a sit shift at Steve Hofstadter where my best friend's father oh, died. Yeah, yeah, I know Steve. Yes, yeah, so that was fucking. I had to go there, then I had to go to meet my scene partner, and then go to acting class, right? And I had I, I went to one rehearsal, and everyone else is like bonding and bonding and bonding, and they know it left and right. And I'm like the bad kid in class. And then yesterday. I had this great improv class. I coached with these. I got Justin Milos helped me coach. Who's a uh, was a, a D three or D two wrestler. I had Shane Crutchton from the World Series of Fighting came to help my nice. team coach yesterday. I had uh, another coach come in. Um, uh, my main guy Kurt from Intravid. So that was like, all right, you know what? I'm taking my time. I'm gonna find some trying to find some peace in my life and just slow the fuck down. And of course, I got hired to write the MMA awards again this year. Right. So that's now I'm like, 
I'm up till four o'clock in the morning <laughs> last night working on sketches, looking up Luke Zakarich uh, fights, watching Mitch Clark fights because they're on the, the the podcast this week. It's just it's a lot. It's a fucking lot. You know, I got I got to figure out what I'm gonna do because the acting class is helping and it helps with auditions. And I want to actually book parts and stuff. Right. And I don't want to just go to auditions and you know get feedback. I want right. to actually <laughs> get feedback. Nail shit. But uh, I don't know if I have three or four days a week, two hours a day to meet with my class and go over scenes. I don't know Jesus. if I have that. It's a lot. Yeah, when I was taking acting classes with um, with Ivana Chubbuck. Oh, she's no joke. Yeah, and she, uh, I was taking class with her, but she would pair you with, a, you know, normally a female with a male or whatever if you're doing it. And uh, <laughs> it was always difficult to concentrate because these hot-ass girls would be oh, like, yeah. just meet at my house. And I'd go to their house and... I'm just getting out of the shower. Just make yourself at home uh, for a second. It's almost like I'm waiting for the dude to walk in with like, you want to go over the text that you just, uh, uh dude. <laughs> these girls are hot as hell. And I'm like trying to concentrate on like one of the girls was on the runner up on, um, uh, America's next top model. Wow. And, um, she lived near me in, in Valencia. Yeah. And so that, yeah. So, I mean, I wrote a joke about Kim Winslow the other day that was like, I, I actually, Put it out, then I deleted it. I'm like, this is too mean. I go, Joe Rogan said you should only uh, eat what you kill. So uh, obviously, Winslow eats boners. <laughs> so <laughs> what's, what's, <laughs> that's not that's not bad. That's you know, hilarious. I think it's hilarious, but I'm like, do I want to? I mean, I don't know. I was wondering. That. Maybe I'm getting soft she, in my old age, man. She eats boners. <laughs> She's <laughs> killing them. She kills them. <laughs> that's, I think it's. A, I wish it wasn't. I wish there was somebody. It's always like I, I wish there was like a female version of Kanye West, where like you could this, you know, you could make them the butt of the punchline, where you don't actually feel guilty because Queen Winslow did nothing to me. I mean, she's just a referee. It's just, you know. I mean, other than standing people up and maybe not and killing being, boners, yeah, maybe not being the best referee possible. Right. But, uh, just make a fake Twitter account. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not making a fake. Come I'm on, like, just no, do it. no. I hate first. Of all, that's, that's annoying. People that make fake. People that don't have their. But it's profile just a way to get picks, your stuff out there. I, yeah, but it's, people that don't have their profile pics and make insults. I'm like, that's such a coward move. It is. At least you could say with me is that I'm in front of the camera roasting people to their faces, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, and it is. But when you're like taking a. Uh, an image from the internet and then making shit. I'm like, really? Uh, how, how good do you feel about yourself? Right. I mean, you're probably good, actually, but I mean, because you have no repercussion, but I think that's a bitch move. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was here. Um, oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. No, um, no, my week was cool, man. My weekend was awesome. I went to, uh, I did that thing in Utah. Yeah. Right, you know, um, on the other side of uh, Park City or whatever. Um, these young dudes, man, they, they bought a mountain resort and uh, they're not even 30 years old yet, and the four of them, and they bought this ridiculous mountain resort and they have uh, $300 million into making this place ridiculous. Wow. And so they brought me in there to, to perform. And, for, and so it's basically just like you have to be invited there and it's like a it's like a networking thing for like. And Moby uh, was there too? No, Moby was there in July oh, okay. with Ben Glebe. Right. Um, but uh, so uh, all these music, musical acts were there and it's like, networking for brilliant minds like the dude who wrote the book um four hour work week was there and giving seminars so and what the, seminars were you giving i was just doing stand-up pull out <laughs> <laughs> there's a you know i did stand up and they and they built this twelve thousand square foot log mansion that has a downstairs that's like a club like that rivals any club here in hollywood you're so and, funny by the way your your, your text was like you like because i i have recommended you to clubs and, and you will get those clubs and you know and i i do i think i hook you up here <laughs> on this job and like this is a cool gig for you and that's yeah, uh, you know, i pay it in my own fucking pocket all right anyway so, so <laughs> let's just say so um 
but you're so funny because you go, hey man, you know how you always say you got me this gigs? Well, I got a gig for you that pays so much more. But you don't say, here's the gig. You just like, you just fucking <laughs> well, I have to talk you, to you the just guy. dangle the fucking carrot. So I'm like, all right, get me the gig. You're like, okay. And then the, it was the funniest text. I'm just going to fucking read the actual text because <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking, I'm butchering it right now. Okay, so the, here's what the fucking, okay, T-Rex. Okay, so... Uh, Man, I'm laughing, thinking about how all the... You always say you got me a bunch of gigs, and I never get any. The podcast is the only one, LOL, which I know wasn't an LOL, okay? I have one in mind for you. It is, because you always say, like... And where's all the gigs that you've got me? All the gigs I've gotten you. Yeah, because and I was the, like, I was up there thinking about like. I got you that. the John Lovitz gig. I got you this John gig. <laughs> it's still a, it's still a fucking gig. You asked to do it. It's true. Okay, it's you true. asked to all do right. it. I got, I, I got your kids a manager. Okay. Right. All right. That's, I mean, that's pretty fucking big in my part. I got you. It's okay. And I go, okay. It, when is it? It's his dad. It's just said dad. Okay. Manages these guys. Okay. Right. I go, okay. That's let's set up. A, that's how friendship works. With I, it is. Yes. You gotta reciprocate. No. 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 You don't. You don't, you don't have to reciprocate, but if you don't, you're going to hear about it, okay? Right. So you don't that's have fair. to that's do fair. it. That's fair. Okay, and then you go, I go, right now the score is still Adam Hunter 1, T-Rex 0. And then you write, it should be T-Rex 3 to make up for slavery. Uh, it should be T-Rex 3. Uh, so it should be Adam 3, T-Rex 0 to make up for slavery. Right. Like, I had anything to do with fucking that. First of all, my, my, my grandparents are from Russia and Canada. Okay, right. uh, We had nothing to do with fucking slavery. But uh, of course I get lumped For cold into, weather then. I get lumped into that. <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, then uh, that was funny. So then I, I go, I, I'll give you 40 acres and DJ. That's what I said. <laughs> and, and what was my response to that? <laughs> oh, yeah, 40 acres and a jackass. So that was funny. So that- ha, ha, ha. I'm not even included on this text and I'm getting shit talked about. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a yellow belt. <laughs> oh, 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 yellow belt in comedy. It's bullshit. Jake, Jake, Jake and I were like exchanging texts and I just texted him yellow belt. And oh. he's just like, like 10 texts in a row of just, you know, he loves emojis. Yeah, yeah. Just crying, laughing emojis. Oh, he's so, oh, Jake's, Jake's, <laughs> Jake's kind of one of those guys. He's fucking funny. Like when we did that, uh, Mark Munoz, uh, Filipino wrecking ball right. thing, and Munoz was going to be naked and like, and like, in like tight spandex on a wrecking ball. And he's like, and everyone's like, at the gym's like, man, I don't know about this. Like Miley Cyrus and Jake's like, no, do it, do it, do it. Jake's, right. Jake's that he's guy down, yeah. that always tells you to fucking fucking do shit so that you Instigating, embarrass yourself right. and he can sit back and laugh to right. himself or to someone else. Like, what an idiot. Oh, so fucking funny. He is, he is funny. So, uh, anyway, coaching, I had some funny coaching stories. So I was, nice. I was coaching wrestling and, uh, and I tell you the story, the kid said, uh, I said, life's a bitch. Uh-uh. Oh, actually I wrote a bit about it. How like, uh, the kid's like, Hey coach, my knee hurts. So I'm like, life's a bitch. And then he told his mom and she was a bitch too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So oh, was, speaking of which, my daughter played. You know, she plays for that elite team, but she also plays at school. And so they played against another private school, and um, and they have a good girl that's on their team. My daughter's the best on the team at school, and there's a girl that was on the other team that was really good. And they were going back and forth, right? So like, my daughter would take it coast to coast and score in this girl's face, and the girl would yell and she said, "Pass me the ball!" to one of her players, and she's like, "I'm doing the same thing." Oh wow! And, and she would go down the other end and do the same thing, right? And so they were going back and forth like hard as hell on each other, right? And then this mother on the other team started like getting really loud, so I started getting really loud too, right? <laughs> so then my daughter went down, did like some spin move, and like laid it off the glass in this girl's face. And the girl was like, "Inbounds the ball, I'm going hard again." And she said that and went down the other end. And my daughter swatted a shot like off the no court, way. Right? right? And I said, "That's right, get that out of here, not in your house, right?" So then <laughs> yeah. to, to my daughter, right? I was like, "Yeah." And so then, uh, so then like. 
Um, I get a call from my wife. My wife has said, the, uh, the assistant coach wants to talk to you. Oh, no. So I was like, all right. So I, I called up to the school, and I'm talking to the assistant coach, and he was like, because he wasn't there. He didn't make that game. So he was like, yeah, I got an email from the coach of the other basketball team <laughs> saying that they don't want you to attend any more of their basketball games <laughs> oh. when, when you play against them because you made their, their, their girls feel bad. And I was like, their girl was going hard against yeah. me, right? So my daughter had a game yesterday. I went to the game yesterday, and I talked to the coach, and I was like, yeah, apparently I'm banned from going to this one school's game. And he was like, you're not banned. And he was like, is that that chick that was complaining that the coach, that's her daughter, oh. that, whose who's shot got swatted, and, and you made her feel horrible because you were like, yeah. Oh, like, whatever. She like, well, she started so, with you first. Right. So the funny thing about that is they have a game today. Are you going? Of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when my daughter swats her daughter's shot, I'm going to be like, that's right, yeah. That, that is funny, man. I can't wait. I'm, no, I'm one of those dads that you see like on TV. Yeah, that... you're like the Will Ferrell, like the black Will Ferrell in like, that, that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Willis Ferrell. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're Willis Ferrell. That's, that's amazing. Good for you, though. That's fun. I it actually, one, one time uh, I was coaching wrestling, and we had this referee that was horrible. He was like the replacement ref. Right. And... Uh, and like, you know, I, I the kids that I coach, some of them are inner city kids. It's a charter school. So right. the kids get busted in. This one kid that was a real wise guy, but he was funny. So he 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 like wins and then he holds up his record four and two, right? Right. Like four, but then all of a sudden the referee blows the whistle and he's like, uh, your kid's holding up gang signs. I'm like, the kid's eleven. Uh, like he's that, like <laughs> right. this gang is rep four and two. I was like I was like, right. come on, gang signs. I guess in LA kids start early, but right. but I was like, Jesus Christ. He's from forty second street. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I had I had one coach. I had one parent that was like out of control, telling me like cursing and yeah, just out of his mind. Right. It was like one of the worst. Saying he was the greatest wrestler of all time, and he doesn't like these moves, and his kids took it for the team. It was like I almost wanted to challenge a guy to a wrestling match and just right. pin him in front of everybody. Like, but I was like, I can't do that. You know, right. you have to like. Uh, I've gotten a lot more, you know, smarter coaching than I than I was, and a lot more p- at, at ease and peaceful right. and stuff. I think maybe I'm. Even though the beginning of this show might not think I've actually maybe a little more mature <laughs> and uh, than I used to be. So, uh, all right, MMA news. So John Jones's Instagram pic is all over, or his uh, Snapchat pic. You see it? Uh, what was it? So he posted a Snapchat chat, and he's he has his shirt off, and he goes, "Sometimes I could be a pervert, or I could be perverted," and then pulls down, he takes off his shirt, and basically is about to show his cock, but doesn't show it. He like stops right before he shows his cock. It's like yeah, and it's like making the waves of like people want to see the rest of it. Did he show his dick? I I, I don't I don't have I have no idea. I mean I actually was hoping he would come and poke my eyes out after viewing this, but um, I I just doesn't seem like this is the heavyweight champion of the world or not the heavyweight champion of the world the uh the, you know the light heavyweight champion because what is he doing? Uh, maybe maybe his uh, fame and everything is getting to his head. I mean he's early he's young and he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean I don't know that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I don't know. fame I mean, can, can make people can you, crazy. Can you uh, can you bring it up? John Jones Snapchat. It's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. I mean, not entertaining. It's weird. It's it's strange. Here, I'll, it's I'll, like I'll... Justin Bieber getting all that fame and that money early, and now he's like doing crazy stuff. Like he wants to say that he's a black dude. And... It just seems like Daniel Cormier. I'm... Daniel Cormier just because uh, he's a grown got man. a job. You know, as a full-time Fox analyst, he's he's securing his future. You know, he's doing all this this great stuff, and this is what and, and John, John Jones. Jones is, look, I mean, look at the headline: John Jones's lewd video on Snapchat. But you can't see all of them, <laughs> so we're gonna play this for you. <laughs> 
what what is that? Like I don't under, I don't even understand that. I could be such a pervert sometimes, and then stops. Right. That's, that's great PR. Whoever's in your corner giving you <laughs> telling giving you PR tips. Keep it going. Well, why I don't understand. He just got dropped by Nike for a fight. I don't. Is he trying to get a jizz or something? Or you know, <laughs> red tube. X hamster. X hamster. I mean, what, what is that? <laughs> that's actually a pretty good X hamster. But 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 seriously, why why is he doing that? <laughs> Did you watch the uh, Bellator last week? No, I was at uh, I was in Utah. Uh, t- oh, oh, yeah, I guess they don't, have, they don't have TVs in Utah. Okay, so what happened? Not on this mountaintop. There was nothing to, nothing to do social media wise, television wise. We're just up there chilling. So the main event uh, was uh, Paul Bradley against Josh Neer. And uh, I, right, Paul Bradley, that's his name, Paul Bradley. He's this wrestler. I think he was an all-American wrestler from Iowa. Tough guy, real tough guy. And he just grinded out Josh Neer. He just took him down and held him for all three rounds. It's a pretty, pretty snuggle fest. Pretty boring fight, you know, but Josh Neer the whole time is looking at John McCarthy going, stand him up. McCarthy's like, no, you have to do something, right? And then at the end of the fight, you know, Bradley goes to um, – Shake Nier's hand. Nier wants none of it. And then Nier says to, uh, you know, he complains to Big John McCarthy. And Big John McCarthy goes, it's not a kickboxing match. And he, he, right. he says that to him in the, in the ring or the, the, the Bellator. Good for the, him. Which I thought was, uh, was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. At the same time, like, you wouldn't see an NFL, <laughs> an NBA ref, <laughs> like, start talking back to the players. The, I think yeah. they, they do it all the time, I think. Really? Don't you think? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 I, I think there's more conversation. If you watch these guys, there's more conversation than, than not. Oh, in, in, in the NBA or NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think refs talk talk all the time. Oh, maybe? Okay, then I'm wrong. Yeah. It was actually kind of cool. Guys actually talk smack to the refs, like big time. Like, yeah. you gonna let that ass happen, ref? Really? Oh, well, that then, then, happen, then maybe I'm wrong. Like your the, fucking eyes. Like the legends, like, you know, when, when Brett Favre, um, you know, broke that that touchdown record the ref actually said something to him and he got some flack for it oh really like, oh he congratulated brett Favre. aren't they supposed to be like down the middle but i actually have a funny like ref story so i used to be a a, a, re- a basketball referee for the ymca yeah and it was um high school kids and there was a, a mom just like that just like you were saying to yours <laughs> yeah my my son's the best in the world he's gonna go everywhere oh, like Going off, right? And then I called him for a foul. And so the, the lady starts yelling at me. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. And I turn around. I'm like, your son's not Michael Jordan, lady. Back the fuck off. <laughs> Needless to say, that was the last game I ever read. You said back really? the fuck off? Yeah, yeah, I was I was, uh, Actually, I said, your son's not Michael Jordan. Back the fuck off. And oh, my then, yeah. God. I was an umpire. I was a pretty. I was an umpire. And like I would go to the, my, my little brother would play baseball. And I would show up to like the umpire wouldn't show up. I was even the real ump. I would just show up to the game, and then like you don't even have a mask back there. You just <laughs> no. I had a mask, but like and I would somehow get paid for. Um, I wasn't like an official ump. Somehow right. I would I would just show up, and then then but I would always try to fix it so my little my brother my brother's team won. Right. Like, oh but I would try God. to do it in a ways that it wasn't that obvious, you know. But at the t- and then like the, the, my brother's teammates were like give me like like the thumbs up. Oh my I, I was God. like the naked gun, like the the ump and the naked gun. He's like right. strike, and he's throwing balls. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the moonwalk down the third baseline. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. It was it was awful. Uh, that was awful. So um, we got to talk about UFC 179s coming up this week. I can't wait for that. That's going to be a damn good card. Really? You don't think so? Uh, I'm, I'm I can't wait for it. Uh, it's a it's a it's a strange card. Uh, I, I'll 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 say that. Can we bring it up, DJ? 
Uh, it's a strange I mean, card. I just want to see Chad. I want to see Chad. Uh, I want to see uh, Phil Davis and Phil Davis. That's and Glover. That's gonna be uh, yeah, a game those are the two fights. I mean, those those are, are the, that's why I'm thinking it's going to be a good. Guy. Those are the only two that I'm really looking forward to. But you know what it is, honestly. Sometimes, like the UFC 177 with TJ Dillashaw, was a great card. Uh, on paper, not a great card. Right. But when it happens, a lot of times it's like it's like look when you get oral sex from a chick, right? Normally, it's not the hot, smoking hot chick that gives the best head because she knows that she doesn't really have to give you a head. You're still right. going to come back. It's the, it's the big fat pigs that need to earn their, that, <laughs> earn their spot. It's the girl that has the, the, the crooked teeth. It's the girl that has the mole. It, it's, it's the one with- She has to go that extra mile. She's, she doesn't know when it's coming back. She has to, <laughs> she has to make it count. She has to really hook right. you up. She needs to go for it. She has to, honestly, she has to go for it. Right. Right? I mean, uh, the best head I've ever gotten were girls that were like 20 pounds overweight, you know, right. or 15 <laughs> right. pounds overweight, had a little bit of a belly, uh, had, doesn't really work on abs at the gym, you know, but has but has that 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 fucking, te- the, that the, the cheese grater the, technique down. Yeah, that the has pepper mill. The pepper mill, uh, yes. I call it the twist uh, Not sister. cheese grater, that'd be awful. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> put the pepper mill thing down. She's that one that can deep throw. She knows that she, she has her skills. And that's what these cards are. These are hungry guys. Right. Okay, <laughs> these are guys that that they need. They're they're making four and four. Uh, you know, they're making they're making ten and ten. They have no. They'll, they'll have one sponsor. Uh, it'll be a bail bonds or something. <laughs> right. The, these are guys with blank white shorts. These right. are guys with tags coming out of their shorts. Dude, I remember when I saw uh, Roy Nelson. I can't remember who he fought, uh, but he was wearing like basketball shorts. Yeah, no, Cody McKenzie had a tag on his shorts. He forgot his shorts to oh a fight God. and had a tag hanging up. Like, honestly, you're going to a fight, okay? A cup, right? You need a cup, a mouthpiece, and your fucking shorts, and you forget the shorts. Right. Like, you have to go out and buy shorts across the street. <laughs> right. Unbelievable. So, all right, Chad Money Mendez versus Aldo. He looks like, Chad looks like a beast in this picture, right? doesn't he? Yeah, he, well, he is a beast. I mean, he, he's a beast of a guy. And uh, I think he's gonna pull off the upset. I do. I, I. I. Honestly, I don't know what it is. I think that. Uh, I think I don't know. I, I'm not. I, don't, I. You know what? On paper, Aldo wins. He's obviously the favorite. He hasn't lost in a, how many? Hasn't lost in a long ass time. Thirty-seven years. He hasn't lost in a long time. <laughs> I just feel like uh, Team Alpha Male's on the up. And, uh, the, and the Brazilians are on the decline. Nueva Uno, I don't even know how to say it, but they seem like they're kind of on the on the, on the decline a little bit. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like the, the last guy, Baral, missed weight. Right. I mean, that's not a camp that really seems to guys are leaving, they're coming. It just seems like... What's the name of that there? Uh, Nueva DiGiorno there? Yeah, they're on their way up. It seems like... Uh, <laughs> DiGiorno, no, no delivery. It, 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 <laughs> it just seems like the Chad Mendez, those guys, I think Dillashaw broke the curse. And, yeah. I, and I guarantee those guys are looking at TJ Dillashaw congratulating, but fucking envious. They want that belt. A guy comes in, it's like a comic. Somebody comes to the comedy club, they get a deal or a sitcom. We're all, oh, congratulations. Oh and secretly, God. we're like, man, that fucking, I, I should right. fucking get that fucking sitcom. And I get, at that gym, those little guys are small, they're angry, and they're competitive. And uh, Come on, Chad, get that Blumpkin. Yes, get that Blumpkin. Um, <laughs> Glover Teixeira against Phil Davis. Uh, That's both, an interesting fight. Both coming off losses. Uh, Davis losing to Anthony Johnson in a fight where uh, he, I wouldn't say his stand-up got exposed, but definitely got caught with more punches than he needs. If he gets punched, <laughs> if he gets caught with those punches from Glover, he's he's yeah, going out. Um, 
I'm picking Phil Davis in this fight. Yeah, I'll pick Phil. I'll go with Phil on this one. I also think that uh, we also know Phil. We know Phil, <laughs> right. uh, but also I feel like I feel like that John. I'm not saying Phil Davis is John Jones, but there's a reason that Cormier brought in Phil Davis to train for John Jones. Because he's long and lanky. And and if anybody, and I, he's probably going to watch that John Jones fight and study the shit out of it and go, okay, what do I need to do that John Jones did? And and Phil Davis is a smart guy. He's a very bright guy. He's he's not this you know meathead guy. He, he's he's you know he he's a guy that's that's, that's going to learn from his mistakes. He always seems to do that. Uh, Fabio Maldonado against Hans Stringer. Um, I like Hans. Really? Why? Just because I've hung out with him before when he was with World Series of Fighting. Really? And, he, and his fight got canceled because the dude like didn't show up for the weigh-ins, and then he <laughs> showed up like with ten minutes left in the weigh-ins, and he was literally was like thirty-three pounds overweight. Wow. Oh, I know you're talking <laughs> about. Was that what's his name? Uh, a black black <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, black dude. Uh, what's that? I know he's he's actually a good fighter. That guy. Uh, he came in he's thirty-two. From, he's pounds. from here in L.A. He's a good wrestler. That guy. He was like a. I think it was. A, he was ridiculous, and and Hans was like he was just heartbroken. He was a black zillion. That guy. Was he? Yeah, I think he was a black. Oh, that's zillion. right. Because uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Because I, I saw um, Ed Suarez there. I can't think of the guy's name, guy. but I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Will? I'm, I'm thinking of Will. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Fabio. Uh, Fabio looked. Uh, he got he got lit up against um, against Stipe uh, his last fight, but that that fight was shouldn't even been a fight. It was right. a different weight class. Fabio doesn't have the the brightest. They say fight IQ. Well, uh, he he go up against Stipe Mailchik, and he's trading bombs with the heavyweight. <laughs> right, but not only that. I mean, anybody who's a professional fighter and you have the same physique as me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at this dude. Come on, Anderson Silva is not exactly the most jacked yeah, guy. He's not jacked, but he. I mean, come on, man. This dude's stomach looks like a wet blanket. <laughs> All right, so, so you're picking soggy Hans? chest. Yeah, uh, Hans. I'm picking Hans too. I think I think Fabio's taking too many too many shots. Uh, <laughs> Darren Elkins against uh, Martins. Yeah. Uh, Darren Elkins, I actually did some research on him because I had to roast his whole card. He was a hundred and like sixty and nine in high school in wrestling. Yeah, which I said was the best seven years of his life. Um, <laughs> but I like Darren Elkins. He's the damage. He's got that, that very strange face. So right, he, does. He, he he looks like he's about to take a shit. He's holding in a shit for like years. Uh, Lucas Martins. He, he actually uh, Darren Elkins kind of looks like uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher's Bizarro. Yeah, he looks like Ashton Kutcher and Corky from Life Goes On. No, no, I'm kidding. No, sorry. <laughs> Corky Kutcher. <laughs> Corky Kutcher. <laughs> it's Corky Kutcher in the house. Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> I'm picking my Elkins. Life in goes on. <laughs> I'm showing my age. I show my age too many fucking times on this. All right, Benny. We had Benny on the show against Diego Ferreira, undefeated guy. Benil Darius won his last fight. I know that um, Ellenberger's really high on this kid. I'm picking him. No good reason. Uh, Neil Magny, this is his fifth fight this year. Fifth fight. Come on. I swear. Fifth fight this year. That's a lot of fucking fights. That's more fights than Pettis had this decade. Seriously. <laughs> Pettis has had five fights since 2010. Neil's had five fights since January. You got <laughs> to give the guy credit. He looks like Usher and Urkel had a baby. I like Neil Magny, though. I, I'm going for him. Uskel. I told you when I met him at the thing, I'm like, Neil Magny, I'm MMA Roasted. I go, I, I wrote a joke about you. He's like, what's that? I go, you're most likely to miss legs day at the gym. And he just stared at me, and I was like, all right, man, I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> Why the fuck did I just say that? Um, and Scott Jorgensen. Yeah, Scotty. Our, our boy Scotty Jorgensen is fighting. Uh, young Guns. Uh, 
which are also the nickname for Ariani's breasts. Um, so, so Scott Jorgensen against Wilson Race. I, I, I'm hoping Jorgensen wins. I, I don't know much about Wilson Race. Do you? I have no idea who this dude is. So who are you picking? <laughs> I'm going with my boy Scotty. All right. That's honestly these are the best. If you have money, bet on our picks because right. we have the most informed fight picks out there. <laughs> Breaking it down. Uh, Touchy Philly. Love that guy. He's like the he, he's a cool guy. <laughs> That's his nickname, Touchy Philly. Just funny. I love it. I actually said that uh, it's always, he's always on the same card as uh, Phil Davis, which is weird because you know you think that Touchy Philly would remind him of Sandusky being went to Penn State, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Touchy Philly, I'm, I'm picking him. I think he, he got caught in his last fight against Holloway. He was winning that fight. I don't know anything about Felipe Arentes, so I'm picking Touchy Philly. Sotanejo. Yes. All right, so our first guest on the show uh, is a fighter in the UFC. He's on a two-fight winning streak. Mitch Clark, they call him, his nickname is Danger Zone. <laughs> Highway to yeah. the Danger Zone. He actually walks out to that. which is Does pretty, he really? Yeah, which is badass. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Hey, Mitch Clark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, it's going. I'm here with uh, here with uh, T Rex. Uh, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. How are you, buddy? What up, Mitch? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thanks for finally being on the show. I know we had to reschedule a couple times, and uh, I'm glad we we finally connected, man. How's uh? Are you over in uh, Edmonton now, or are you, are you in Arizona? Where are you? No, I'm in uh, I'm in Edmonton right now. Uh, just about to run some classes this afternoon and. And get my training on. I love Edmonton. I've been there like five times performing at the Mall of America, at the uh, not the Mall of America, the uh, <laughs> the Edmonton Mall. It's uh, a, a nice mall. I was getting it's like the biggest mall in the world, and uh, the shows are great, man. Edmonton, ha- I I always get laid when I go to Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> what is it about chicks from Edmonton that like put laid. out? What is it, Mitch? Tell me, tell me. Um, I don't know. Like, I think they're like funny guys. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. I, I do not have the same problem, I guess I would say as you. So you don't have the same problem. Uh, Come on. I mean, well, it's a good problem to have. Yes. I mean, are you a, are you a, a star in Edmonton now that you're in the uh, UFC? Fuck no. <laughs> really? I am like the, I am the most unpopular fighter probably in the city. Like not that I'm unpopular. I'm just, not popular guys who are fighting in like local shows, shows that like have 500 people are, are more famous than I am. Why is that? I have no idea. <laughs> maybe I like, I'm, I've been talking to my manager. Maybe it's, I just have the personality of a piece of toast or something. I don't know. <laughs> a piece of toast. You seem like a pretty funny guy. Uh, you know, you seem like, there's actually a fighter that does comedy. You know, that guy that does comedy, he runs a gym in Edmonton. I went to his gym before. He, I think he has like a 500 record, but he just he does stand up comedy. You know what I'm talking about? Good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Spade, that's a, he got. Holy shit! Yeah, that I, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. He happens to be a nice guy. Yeah, he's really nice. It's hard to hold a conversation with him sometimes, though. He's uh, kind of all over the map when you try and talk to him. Yeah, I remember I went to one of his shows. He was opening for someone, and he was telling us some story about him trying to take home a stripper and put gummy bears in between her legs. And he was trying to say he's diabetic. And one of my friends yelled out in the middle of the 
well, not one of my friends, the guy I trained with, Mukai Moromo, he was on MFC, yelled out, shoot yourself in the fucking face. And I was like, why, why is this happening? It was the worst. Oh my and God. he killed his whole vibe. Yeah, I know. I actually went to his gym and trained with that guy. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, now, uh, now you're on a two-fight winning streak. Congratulations, by the way. Your last fight against Al Iaquinta, you, you, got, you got a performance of the night bonus. That Darce was insane. Have you practiced that before? Oh, yeah. Like, um, I, I do a lot of jiu-jitsu. I have good jiu-jitsu coaches here, and I work down, down south with John Crouch. And uh, one of the guys I train with here, Andrew McInnes, he's big on being always attacking and stuff like that. And he's he fights in the MFC. He just won on the last MFC. He's supposed to fight for the title next. But he's a black belt under Robert Drysdale. And he's always been big on... You know, I got really, really long ass arms. So, you know, just practice, 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 and then getting in training. And when he kind of like moved his arm out of the way, it just came second nature and poof, it was in. Yeah, no, that was awesome. He hit basically T Rex. He hit a Darce from the the the, uh, the bottom. He was it was uh he was in the it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was uh Joe Rogan said he'd never seen it before in the in the UFC, and uh, it was uh it was really impressive. Now, how much money did you get for that performance of the night bonus? How much? What did you, what did you get for that? Well, well I got a fifty grand bonus, but the states took a giant chunk of it. <laughs> took about fifteen grand out of it, so oh. I got to apply to go get that back hopefully soon. Oh. That's annoying. <laughs> Jesus. But it's still 35 grand, not bad, which is like uh, in like Canadian money, that's like $200 million. So that's uh, <laughs> right. I am the Toonies and the Loonies. in Canada now. Yeah. Canada, you ever go to a uh, strip club in Canada, Mitch? I've only been to a strip club once, and uh, it, was, it was different. Apparently, we have different rules than you guys have. Y- yeah. What, what are the rules no, in Canada? Honestly, they, oh, they have, well, they don't have dollar bills. They have they have the loonies, right? Right. So uh, they have this thing where the girls basically put like a bucket. They, they, sit, on, on. they sit on their ass and they put a, like a bucket and then you throw it. It's and like, like you're use playing, the, you're use playing, the uh, vagina as a backboard. Yeah, it's like vagina basketball, and, uh, which I refuse to do. Vajasketball? I, I, I yeah, I thought that was really rude. I'm like, I'm not throwing fucking coins at a girl's vagina. But then they got mad that I didn't do it. I guess right. everyone does it. So it was, At least they weren't walking around like naked with those like changers that they used to have at gas stations. <laughs> you know, like the coins. <laughs> That would be horrible. Um, yeah, usually, usually they roll up like one of their posters and yeah, uh, put it in front, and you're supposed to try and like land inside the tube inside the poster. It's it's yeah, and then you win the poster. <laughs> the guys I are trying the to only time I want that. I want a poster. Yeah, they all have and, posters. He's right. He's absolutely right. Yeah, they give you posters. Yeah, every chick and has her own the poster. The one that I got. How sexy do they sound? Like marks on her arm. <laughs> no way. Come on! I, I'm I'm totally I'm totally serious. Like marks on her arm. Like wow! I'm not putting this up anywhere. Stop looking at my tracks, eh? That's, look at my look at my box, eh? <laughs> that's hilarious! I wow! That's crazy! You think that she would Photoshop the track marks? Out of her? <laughs> track marks! That's horrible! That's Jesus. horrible! So uh, now listen. Now you got to the UFC. You're actually the first fight first fighter ever from from uh, Saskatchewan, right? You're the only guy ever. From Saskatchewan? Yeah. From Saskatoon yeah, from there? Saskatchewan. Did yeah. you grow up playing hockey? From Sa- Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah, Saskatoon there. That's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and uh, whenever you say um, Saskatchewan, 
Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan on on stage, the crowd laughs. Like I'm like, oh, I went to a strip club in Saskatchewan. Everyone laughs. Is it what, what's what's wrong with that place? Um, I don't know. Like there's a there's a it's kind of like old school. I guess it'd be kind of like the south, like the deep south in some places. Right. Uh, you know, the deep south in the states. It's there's some poorer areas, and um, like our the strippers that I've seen from Saskatchewan have less teeth, I guess. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, kind of that thing. Um, I love this. I, guy. I, I remember less teeth. There was one, and she was missing part of her arm. <laughs> oh my god! Teeth. Why yeah. is it? She's a slut machine. That's not even funny, but the way he says it is making me laugh. He says it so matter-of-factly. So, uh, so okay, now you got to the UFC. You lost your first fight. You were 9-0 and going into the UFC. 9-0, yeah. and you won all kinds of regional promotions, and then you lose to Josh Cholish in the second round. First time you've ever lost. Was that, was that just the worst feeling in the world? Were you like, you know what, it happens? How did you handle that loss? It was kind of like a uh, like it was a combination of the worst day ever combined with uh, a sense of relief. There's so much pressure. The more fights you win, and being undefeated, and then to finally just you don't have to just fight to win. You, you get that monkey off your fight. back, right? Yeah, totally. But you know, losing fucking sucks. I, I was sad for over a month over that, and you know, it was, it was a big learning experience getting that big show, getting that big adrenaline dump. And it made me really restructure all my training and stuff to, to, cause I, I wanted to win in the UFC. So it made me really change everything. So I could put myself in the best place possible to win. So then you, are you uh, relocated to the uh, lab with Ben Henderson, right? Yeah. And then how was, what was it like training then, with him? Man, that dude's a beast. I, I was like, you know, watching him in the WC and, really see much or like how he was beating all these dudes up. And then you get there and you spar with him and it's nonstop pressure. And he's just in your face the whole time. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met, but he's a, the dude is insane. He's like, it's intangible. Like it's not, it's something you can't really put your finger on. He's just in your face the whole time. And he makes you tired when he's not usually tired. He just keeps in your face and, Beat your ass. Yeah, no, he's a. I hope he comes back. I'm sure he will. Now, does he have his toothpick in his mouth during training? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, wow. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. It's like crazy. I remember, uh, he was wrestling practice, and I was like, "Oh, you gonna take that out?" He's like, "No." <laughs> and then he, we just kept wrestling. He, like you're scared. Like he chews. I think he chews the ends off, but it's still not a the best thing to have in your mouth while you're <laughs> grappling. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. And now uh, you were an environmental protection officer before you were a fighter? The EPA. Yeah, I have an uh, environmental science degree. Wow. And and a Bachelor of Applied Environmental Management, so I have two degrees. Nice. So, well, I mean, you were, actual, you were an actual officer? Like, you were going around making sure people didn't litter? It's No, that's, it's, it's kind of a misnomer in that sense. It's more, more so dealing with uh, industry in terms of... Pollution. Of you go out to... You, you go out to, to sites where they've done pipelining or uh, reclamation on old oil wells and make sure that they've followed the guidelines and stuff like that. There's no, I don't, I didn't have a gun or anything like that. It's right. Not protecting 
protecting spotted owls or anything like that. Did you have a badge at least? No, I had a hat. That was about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> a hat. Now, uh, now, do you have a girlfriend? Are you married? What's the deal? I have a, a girlfriend. Nice. Now she's from Canada. Yes, uh, she she lives in Edmonton as well. She's uh, she's an actress. An actress from Edmonton, really? Is there a big acting yeah, scene up there? Like, uh, I didn't know about it until we started dating, and then found out that there is a fairly large acting community. Television, television, or stage or film? No. Yeah, like stage. She does a lot of stage, and she does commercials and stuff. But okay. uh, more so, she does a lot of like stage work and. Look, kind of at, look at you, the fighter and the actress and Edmonton. That's a cute little. Uh, it's like Jack and Diane now. Uh, it's adorable. <laughs> good for you, man. You're like blushing. That's good. So, Mitch, who are you? Who do you? Who, 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 who are you calling out? Who do you want to fight next? Let's see. I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm kind of in a weird place for the the UFC. Like, when I beat John McGuire, I wasn't supposed to beat John McGuire. They're all talking about what he was going to do next, and then. Ayakinta was the guy who was kind of being groomed to be the next big thing, and I kind of got my ass kicked for the first round and then choked him out, and then now he's co-main eventing his next event. So I'm just looking to kind of build up and get to where he's at kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I, I don't even know who matches up style-wise. I just want to get back in there. Yeah, but they, you, they love it when you call people out. So Conor McGregor, uh, <laughs> who, come on, g- give me some names. Give me three people you want to fight. Um, I, I think You've I, thought about I don't it. mind down the road fighting like Michael Chiesa, I think. Okay, Michael Chiesa. it would be an interesting fight. Battle of the Beards. Battle of the Beards. <laughs> I like it. Well, loser Shaves. Hey, they should do that. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Battle of the Beards, Loser Shaves. And then have that guy referee, the Yosemite Sam guy. With the fucking... <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Yosemite Sam. All right, uh, so, you're, so you're calling out Chiesa over the... Who has well, the best really. beard? I guess... Not really my style of calling anyone out. I just do my thing. All right, Michael Chiesa, you heard him, man. You heard you heard the man. He's Chiesa, talking shit. Talking lots of shit. Mitch Clark. <laughs> Mitch Clark. Cool. All right, well, that's going to be the heading of our uh, of our podcast. Then everybody's going to confuse this Mitch Clark with the Mitch Clark who's the Australian rules football guy. Do you get, really? No. There is another Mitch Clark. There is another Mitch Clark. He's a, like a rugby player. Well, Mitch doesn't even know. Fuck. Who, who, thank. Why are you bringing that up? Nobody cares about that. Because then he can use that when well, some people get mad at him for calling. He's like, that wasn't me. That was another Mitch Clark. Clark. He's not even on our show. All right, listen. <laughs> uh, Mitch, thanks for coming on our show. Where can people find you? Um, you can check me out on, on Twitter, uh, Mitch Clark MMA. Uh, Facebook fan page, same thing. And check me out on Score. I still don't really know how to use it, but uh, <laughs> I think we get money eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch, we'd love to have you back on. Dude. You're you're a great, humble guy. You're an inspiring guy, and uh, you're you're a really cool guy. And if I go to Edmonton, I don't care if you have a girlfriend. I'm going up there. I think next October we are going to a strip club. I want to get a poster with you. We're gonna get a poster of a girl with track marks on her half arm. Yes, hell yeah, with, with part of an arm. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> She's the Nick Newell of uh, stripping. So, but uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. <laughs> Nick Newell. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bye. Bye. That was Mitch Clark. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> nice <Nick> guy. <laughs> the Nick Newell of stripping. stripping. Yeah, she's a Nick Newell. He's a Nick Newell of Canada tripping. All right, so next uh, we're gonna have Luke Zachrich on the show, followed by Hector Lombard. He uh, Ow! so it's, we got we got back to back to back to back, and then we're gonna end the show. We uh, we got you know so uh, we're gonna call Luke right now. Luke is fourteen and three. Fights out of Ohio. 
10 first round finishes. We're out of Ohio. Uh, Dayton. He's fighting Zach Kelly, who's 7 0, who's an Olympian judoka. Luke speaking. Luke, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you, dude? It's Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, T-Rex is here as well. What up? Thanks for being on the show. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Are you kidding, man? I, I was uh, looking up your fights last night. Uh, impressive fight last fight. You got a big fight coming up against Zach Kelly, who's 7-0, who's an Olympian, judoka. What do you, how are you prepared? Talk to me, man. Well, you know, there's very few guys that have the... Uh, the credentials is this as Dan Kelly does as far as, you know, judo. And the one thing is, is that it's not a hugely popular sport here in the U S but, um, I don't feel that he uses his judo really well for MMA. Um, you know, I'm not trying to discredit him or anything like that because obviously the guy's undefeated. Um, you know, he's a very, very credential judica, but, uh, you know, I feel like my wrestling is going to outweigh his, uh, his judo, and um, I'm, I'm light years ahead of him as far as my striking and my Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So hopefully, um, you know, it, it's a super tough fight if I let this guy implement his, uh, you know, his game plan and his style, and I don't control the fight. So, you know, it's, uh, it all comes down to what happens on uh, November 8th. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And you've had a... You've had an up and down career. I mean, you've you've really you're not one of these guys that had three fights and they handed you everything. I was I was looking you up, man. You you uh you, you try you're on season seven of the Ultimate Fighter. That was Rampage and Forest. Right? Yeah, you were on Team Forest, right? Yeah. Now, what what was that experience like? I mean, it's <laughs> it's the Ultimate Fighter. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that uh, I feel like it, I'm glad that I did it, but. Um, you know, I, I, nobody could pay me to ever do it again. It's one of those things like, uh, I'm glad it's crossed off the bucket list, but, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a pretty horrible experience as far as, uh, you know, being locked away from the world for that long and, uh, you know, in a house with all the guys, but, um, you know, I did it. It's done. It's over with. I can always say that I did it, but I would never do it again. That was your Bader one, right? Ryan Bader win that year? Uh, no, it was uh, the season right before Bader was on. It was uh, Amir Sadala won. My oh, season. right. So, oh, so you were with C.B. Dalloway and Jesse Taylor. Yep. Were you with yep, them when they went to the casino? Uh, wait, what's that? Were you with them when they went to the casino and Jesse Taylor was acting an ass? No, you know what's crazy, man? Like, I love Jesse Taylor, dude. He's such a great guy. Um, I, mean, I wasn't shocked when, when they told us about that. But the guys all stuck around in Vegas a couple extra days. And... Um, we didn't find out about it. Even the guys that were on the on the show didn't find out what happened with, until uh, you know midway through the season when all of a sudden they're promoting that there's a big change and a big turn. <laughs> uh, it was kind of uh, it was it was kept secret from a lot of the cast members too. So um, it was a giant surprise to all of us. I was back in Cincinnati at the time. Uh, you know I, I couldn't wait to get out of Las Vegas, so I caught the first plane home the next morning. Yeah, no, I don't I don't blame you. Now you you grew up in in uh, Dayton, right? I grew up in Defiance, Ohio, so it's uh, north of Dayton. North of Dayton, and I was I was reading recently that uh, so you, after the Ultimate Fighter, you had to take a, over a year off. You, you had a herniated disc in your lower back. You had all kinds of injuries, right? Yeah, man, I went through like a, a three or four year period of time that it, it didn't seem like no matter what I did, I, I got hurt. So coming off the Ultimate Fighter, I uh, I tore my quad, and uh, you know so that put me off for a little bit of time. I came back, I put a three-fight win streak together. Uh, right before the, the third fight, I started having some pain in my knee and stuff like that. I was out in California at the time. 
And uh, as soon as I came back, I fought the fight, went in, got checked out, and uh, they went in just to do like a little surgery on my knee to see what was going on, cleaned up some stuff, and I ended up having a torn ACL. So they had to oh. repair that. I had to take a year off. Um, and then right before I'd signed with Bellator, and the, I think it was season, it was one of the early seasons. It was the first middleweight tournament, I believe. And uh, I had herniated two discs in my lower back, right? I think it was five weeks before the tournament. Jeez. So, um, you know, I just, I had a really bad run, and I took two years off just to, it took about six to eight months to let the back heal. And then I had, uh, you know, we opened a restaurant up here, and then uh, the second year I was getting ready to open the second one up. So, uh, you know, life got in the way and, and, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure I was a hundred percent healed up and, you know, really working on, on the technical aspects of my, my martial arts game. And I think, um, you know, as crappy as it was, as bad as things got there for me with the injuries, it, it ended up being a really a blessing in disguise as far as me, um, being able to take that time off and, and fix the holes in my game and really make those strengths. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, now you know, manage, uh, here we're at now. you, you, you manage a, uh, uh, Mellow's Pizzeria or something, or Mellow's Bakery. Yeah, it's, it's called uh, it's called Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. It's uh, um, we've got two of them in Columbus right now. We're opening the third actually the week that I get back from the fight. Um, but it's uh, you know, it's a, a big, pretty big restaurant. You know, got shoot it's a big bar. We'll carry um, in the new restaurant. We'll have fifty beers on tap, and that one, the other one, we carry uh, thirty six in both stores. So uh, you know, we're I'm sorry, thirty. 32, I believe it is. Yeah, we're we're busy with that stuff, man. It's crazy. Now, um, is it hard to make weight when you're in a bakery and a pizzeria all day? No, you know what? Since I since um, I have I have kind of had this little resurrection in my fight career, made it back to the UFC and stuff like that. I really uh, I kind of remotely do everything. Um, uh, my focus is on my training and spending time with my family right now. So I've got a great staff of people that work for me, and uh, you know they they keep the stuff running. My brother is still you know very very hands on, and uh, you know my sisters there, my mom and dad, everybody I got. So we keep um, they're, they're allowing me with the circumstances to uh, you know kind of get out and chase my dreams a little bit. Is this is this is this restaurant a franchise or is this something that you guys started yourselves? I'm sorry, what's that? Is the restaurant a franchise that you guys bought into, or is it something you just came up with and started Yeah, yourself? no, it's a franchise, and it's a smaller franchise. So okay. up north, I mean, there's really not that many up here. Um, we, My parents live down in South Carolina in Hilton Head, so every time we would go down to see my parents, the first thing we would do is instantly. It was right to Mellow Mushroom every single time. Dude, so, you're hilarious. Uh, now, are you, you going to be sponsored by them in your fights? Are you going to have <laughs> Mellow's Mushrooms on your ass? No, I do, man, Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. I have to promote, brother. Nice. That's great. Now you have a wife and a daughter, correct? Yeah, and uh, another baby on the way, too. Yeah, get you some. <laughs> I know, dude. It's crazy, man. Congratulations, man. You're living the dream. You got two restaurants, a wife, two kids. Professional athlete. Professional athlete. Look at you, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun. Do you ever you ever just take stock of everything you got going for you and uh, and sit back and smile and be like, damn, I got it made pretty well. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, we're still we're still grinding. You know what I mean? We're trying to uh, you know we're trying to make this all everything that we do successful. You know, I've got a I've got my own gym here that we're really uh, you know it's taken off over the past couple of years and stuff like that. So we're, we're constantly busy yeah. and and we don't really have enough time to sit back and you know kind of take it all in right now. That's awesome though. And then you uh, train over with uh, Matt Brown a lot, right? Uh, not anymore. No, uh-uh. I, I think uh, it's been about a year and a half since the two of us trained together. So who are the, who are the guys that you train with? 
Uh, Dan Spawn's at my gym. We've got a ton of pro boxers, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, I, I guess you couldn't call it professional per se, but we've got a top, you know, some of the top jiu players in the world are right here out of my gym. We've got a, a fight team of about 40 or 40 guys that are pretty active right now, guys and girls. So, and then a ton of people, Jason Butcher's here who fights for Bellator, um, you know, so I've got a, a great group of guys that I train with. All right, so tell me something that no one knows about you. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. We just we just knocked off all the restaurant stuff, the gym stuff, things like that. So, um, did you have as any? As far as uh, for me, you know, like uh, I was talking earlier with my injuries when I when I rehabbed everything and I was coming back and I fixed the holes in my game. I uh, I actually a hobby is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, dude. It's really uh, it's strange, but um, you know that's that's how I kind of uh, I relax and just kind of if I'm if I'm not training for a fight or something, I put the gi on all the time and I just I love. Oh come on, dude! That's so, come on. Oh, wow, my favorite thing. Wait, this is what you're giving me? Yeah. That a fighter a does, fighter does, actually does fighting? Need time to prepare for it. Oh, what about? I mean, no no crazy threesomes in college. You're talking about like <laughs> lines of cocaine dude, off I'm your penis? Boring, Nothing. Man. Come on, kids, all that fun. No, really? Come on, come you're Luke Zachridge, motherfucker. You gotta give me something, something. <laughs> nah, bro. I, I, <laughs> off the top of my head, there is nothing about me that uh, that uh, would would give you guys any anything good. All right. Well, if you beat this guy, who are you who are you calling out? You know what, man? I don't even feel like I'm in a position to call anybody out at this point. You know, I just want to keep. Uh, you know. I want to keep getting fights. I want to stay in the UFC as long as possible. I, you know, I've said yes to every single opponent that they've given me, whether it's uh, you know 11 days notice, like my first fight in the show, or or uh, you know the, the last guy, this guy. I mean, I didn't even look him up. I just said yes. So wow. I tried. It's taken so long for me to get back here. I'm so happy to be there. That um, you know, I'm not I'm not looking to call guys out. I'm not looking to do anything. I want to put a couple fights together and uh, you know let the UFC know that I'm for real. And, uh, you know, show them what I'm capable of, and hopefully they'll start giving me some uh, big opportunities. All right, Luke, so where can people find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Luke Zakrich. And uh, my Facebook page is Luke Zakrich MMA. So check it all out, man. We're going to be rooting for you, man. um, We're going to be rooting for you. I appreciate it, dude. Thank you very much. Yeah, LZ. Well, thanks, Luke, and good luck with everything, brother. All right, guys. Take care. Later, man. All right, that was Luke Zakridge, an entrepreneur. Dude. <laughs> and he's fighting on top of all that other stuff he's doing. <laughs> like, I'm, a, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I know. This guy's got a gym, and two, restaurants, two restaurants, a baby on the way, a, a career, wife, a, a career. I'm sitting, I'm, I'm sitting there complaining about an, 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 an audition, and I'm still stuttering it. <laughs> fucking awful. All right, so Hector Lombard. Hector Lombard to close the show. Boom. We're calling Hector right now. I like the kind of nice guy. You can't not root for guys like that, right? I mean, Evan the beard, Evan the beard can, but I can't. Hector. Yes. Hey, how's it going? It's Adam and T Rex. What up? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? It's great to talk to you, Hector. I know uh, last time you were on the show, you were depressed. Nobody wanted to fight you. Since then, Josh Josh Berkman it's, signed it's on. It's funny because every, every single time you guys call me, uh, I'm, I'm in a better low mood and you guys lift me up. Ah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, I love to hear that. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a pleasure. And uh, I, I, really, I really enjoy to uh, you know, have interview with you guys because 
you know, I, I feel that I rise from the bottom to, you know, to the top. Nice. Absolutely. Now you're fighting Josh Berkman, man. Are you excited about this or what? Yeah, I'm very excited about um, Excited about to beat up another former champion. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I, I I can't wait too. It seems like everyone can't wait. Uh, people, I mean, honestly, a lot of people think you're the most underutilized fighter in the UFC, and uh, a lot of people think that you should be getting the title shot soon. Uh, that's coming. Yeah. Hey, what happened there? Who's, who, you know, somebody burping there? Somebody burped? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. Okay. No. <laughs> now, now we had. I remember last week Ben Askren came on. He said that you did not accept his challenge to wrestle him. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I serious or this is a joke or what? No, no. He re- he said that he said I, he he said he wants to wrestle you in in like some kind of a tournament. I was I was I wrestle him anytime he wants, but at the end of the day, what he wants to do? He wants to hug me. <laughs> Why are you hugging? <laughs> why, why I should be in the hugging I'm not in the hugging business I'm in the hitting business you know what I mean right, right. I wanna, yeah I mean like punches stuff you know throw everything in it yeah so. hugging what for you don't like that yeah so uh, and now I, I think that there was something you said about you want to talk about Bjorn Rebney uh, yeah I want to talk I want to talk about him a little bit because uh, you know, uh, I want to, I want to express, I want to be sincere about, you know, what this guy has been done to the sport. Freaking guy, you know, coming out of nowhere, and uh, he create, he created this amof, uh, this like, dislike um, uh, between fighters, and, and and then after that, he just took the run. He took the run, and he left. It disappeared. And his morning, he's up. And then he's and then he was oh I'm all about the I'm all about the fighters, the fighters they deserve better. He just got paid, and he went. Mm. He flew from the scenes, man. Yeah. So where do you think he is? Take the money and run. Huh? Take take the money and run. Hmm. Yeah, that's what he did. He took the money and run. <laughs> what a guy, man! What a guy! Yeah. And, uh, he just created this. Uh, you know, a uh, thing that he created himself because at the end of the day, let's face it, we all want to fight in the UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care who you are. You just want to fight in the UFC. And, uh, and, but at the same time, you know, you, you know, if you, if you're opportunity, if you're opportunity, you don't have the opportunity to fight in the UFC. You're going to fight regardless of whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And uh, and that was that was my, you know, um, I went for it. Like, you know, I have like a visa a visa issues. That's I'm talking about ten years ago, man. Right. Talking about ten years ago when Joe Silva he signed me like in 2005, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't come to America. Uh, I had like a, you know visa issues and stuff like that. But I was already part of the USC because I was signed like in 2005. Oh, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Of course, yeah, yeah. But and then unfortunately I couldn't make it. Bring it up, bring it up. It's on the news, man. And uh, unfortunately I couldn't make it. Um, 
and uh, I went different routes because man, gotta eat. Yeah, I was but, gonna uh, say gotta eat. Yeah, but I mean, you dominated Bellator. I mean, some of your fights in Bellator were just yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, you know uh, people say like, I come from you know, I come from here, I come from there. First of all, I come from the UFC anyway, because I go side by I go side by Joe Silva in to, in like 2005. Even before fighting in Pride. Right. So, and then, and then after that, you know, I had like, I don't know if you remember, uh, <clears throat> I was scheduled to fight again against uh, uh, Kyle Parisian. Right. I, I'm talking about a while back. Yeah. Took about a long time, long time ago, man. And uh, I couldn't make it. Hmm. And I'm like, damn. This is uh, this is depressing, but you know, man, gotta eat. Man, gotta do what we have. Man, gotta, gotta eat. But, but I mean, you know, I, but it, it seems like it turned out pretty well. I mean, I, you know, I mean, look, you've, you're on a huge, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know who, you know, you know, who talking like you come from there, you come from here. I mean, I, you know, if you gotta put it, I come from, I come from UFC, like 2005. Yeah. So you can't right. So oh. people say, "Oh, you came from Bellator. You came from the, you came from the UFC." Oh, I, you know, I suppose like you know, they're the ones who signed me first, right? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, it's hard not to find you. I mean, you were, you were an Olympic uh, judoka, right? Yeah. I mean, you're. And, uh, <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, uh, every fight that you know, like from. You know, they always fight in previous organization first, and then they, they made they made their UFC debut. You know, it is you know from GSP to uh, you know Rampage to everybody. Like this is kind of like you know, they fight in different organizations, and then they go to UFC. Right. You know, like you know what this they're making this commotion about. You know, you come from here, you come from there. At the end of the day, we all want to fight in the UFC anyway. Now, why do you think nobody wants to fight you though in your division? That they had to bring someone from the World Series of Fighting over to fight you? I mean, does that bother you that like uh, you want to fight Hendricks and you want to fight Rory McDonald and you want to fight Willie? Tyron Willie? Oh, Tyron Willie? Yeah. Hello, hello. Are you guys out there or would you guys need to be? No, no. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to everything you say. So, Tyron Woodley. But and uh, it's funny that it's funny that I mention him because uh, he goes and now he, now his excuse is uh, I don't want to go backwards. Okay, you don't want to go backwards because you know uh, the rankings. But yes, you went you went over over to China uh, and four and four and number ten. But now now you just you you won't fight you won't fight me. We just uh, I'm 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 a lower rank than number ten. Right. So you're saying if, yeah, he, if like, the guy's willing to fight yeah. Don Kim, he's doing. Yeah, he went. He went to fight King. I would have done the same thing that he did to King. Yeah. <laughs> um. So um. Yeah, he went over there fight fight King, but he doesn't want to fight me. Now, do you think uh, before? Oh, uh, before I, I, you know, he says that you know we teammates, but you know, at this situation that you know. We in France and we in teammates, so um, I don't know what's going on there. That's what I was going to ask if, now, if that had anything now, to do with it. And now it's and now it's about now it's about that you know it's not going backwards. The rankings. Yeah. So I mean, okay. Have no, you guys ever sparred no, together? 
okay, let's suppose like if everybody is gonna go that route, like you know, uh, McDonough, uh, Rory, Rory wouldn't fight. Rory wouldn't fight. We wouldn't have have fight with uh, Cetting, right? Yeah. Because he would say like, oh, you know, I'm number, I'm number two. I don't. I don't. I don't want to fight number. I don't yeah, you shouldn't be thing. able to. Yeah, I mean, look, because it, it doesn't make sense. As like, a comedian, it, like if they say you, you perform here on Leno, I, I, I you know, like I'm allowed to call my spots. You know, like <laughs> it's basically whoever. whoever it's a terrible analogy, but the thing is, this whoever whoever calls you, that should be the person you fight. I don't. I mean, maybe if it's your brother. I right. guess if it's your if I mean, your actual brother. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day. It's just a competition. Nobody's gonna get killed. Nobody's gonna get hurt. You know, you just gonna get beat. But now you, and, now you and Tyron never spar no. together. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, like let's do it. Right. You know, we never had each other in training camps. We we never, we never you know we never like um, you know uh, we you know we never like anyway. So, you know, stop the excuses, Mike. Stop the excuses. Now, let's say Robbie oh, Lawler. Now, let's say Robbie Lawler beats Hendricks. All right, would you fight Robbie? Yeah, I don't want to go over there. I mean, I like Robbie. All right, you know, it's a heavy guy, and uh, I like Robbie, Mike. I don't gotta anticipate. I want it. I want it. I want it. I'm, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a guy that is realistic. Or. Right. I'm a, I'm a person that is realistic on my things. So who's ever in front I, of you? I, okay, I, I want to call I want to call Tyron Willie because he's available to fight. He's in the UFC. We we both are top ten guys. Yes, he's available to fight. Yes, I'm available to fight. Um, I call Matt Brown. Yeah, he's available to fight. All right, so I'm gonna. Uh, okay. You know, um, it's nothing. You know, I mean, he got nothing, so he's he's able to fight. So I'm gonna put um, up the guys at 170, and I, I want you to tell me how you would win that fight. All right. So Johnny Hendricks. This should be awesome. Yeah, it should be good. So Johnny Hendricks, how how would you beat Johnny Hendricks? I you know I, I mean like listen, to be honest here. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> Why can't we talk about Tyron Woodley? <laughs> we'll talk about Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley doesn't want I mean, to fight you. He says you guys are teammates, right? Hey. He says you guys are teammates, right? <laughs> I love this guy. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. He comes in. He doesn't train with us anyway. Doesn't share with you. Um, hey, um, I like Ty- Tyron's a friend of mine. He's a nice guy. I, I yeah. I, I I don't want to get in like the middle of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 He's a pretender. He, he he's pretender. a pretender. Yeah. You saying you saying he's not really a nice guy. Uh, who, who who you don't like anyway, Mike? No. Who you don't like? I like you. For what I can see, for what I can see, you like everyone up there, Mike. I, okay, I know. I like you, Hector. You're my guy. Listen, you you come on the show all the time. Fuck Jake Ellenberger. I'm, yeah, fuck Jake Ellenberger. <laughs> no, I th- I think you're. I, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're, joking, we're, we're joking. joking. We're joking. By the way, we have we have an, we have a guy. You, I got you. I got you on record, Mike. I got you. Record. <laughs> Hector, there's a guy here. Uh, he calls himself Hector Lombard Jr. And he says that you could act. He says he's the real Hector Lombard. Uh, I, I I the real guy. This guy on phone is uh, fake. Uh, 
He uh, he's yeah. a pretender, man. You know. Oh, man, this guy called me right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Hector. Uh, hey, you got you got you got your accent. You got your accent right right on. Right out the bat, man. I do it. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know, you now, right, now, 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 Hector uh, Jr. Yes. Hector Jr. Do you think you could take Hector Lombard? Oh, uh, at the end of the day, we all want to be in the UFC. It's uh, the only game in town. What was the question? So, Hector, what do you think about this guy saying that he's... Got me talking? Uh, got me talking now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hector... You guys coming for food. You guys coming for food. Is that me talking there? No, Hector, he wants to know... Uh, no, 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 for real. That was me? <laughs> So Hector, Hector, nah, I can't breathe, man. Hey, Hector, that, that who is? Me. Uh, what? What you say? Shit. I forgot the question. Who is this guy, man? <laughs> Damn. right, bro. So Hector, uh, uh, now, I, now, what do you think about Ben Askren? I, 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 we go over this before, man. I kick his ass. And and what do you think about Tyron Woodley? Shit. I, he, this guy's yeah. fake, man. We we he say we're teammate. We don't work out. We don't spar. We don't train. I whoop his ass too. <laughs> Get him on the phone. You know what they tell him? Shut up! <laughs> I tell him to shut up. Tony Montana, they talking. Anyway, all right. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so let's move on with that thing, Mike. <laughs> I love Hector, man. He's, a, he's the best. Hector, yeah. you're the best. You are the best. All right. All right. Um, yeah, uh, I want to, I wanna, um, you know, the other day I make a comment about Stephanie and I want to bring that back to the program. Yeah. Back in the days, I show up to the gym and uh, I got Big, big, big. I'm talking about big. I'm not talking about big, big cat in my face. I had about, not gonna lie to you, I had about 22 stitches. Wow. Now, who, wait, who, who did you get beat by? No, it was a headbutt. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, unintentional, I would say. Right. A headbutt that, you know, cut me like 22, sti 22 stitches. Jesus. Wow. Right, right across my face and uh, Scarface. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, you know, I show up to that gym because I had a fight coming up. Um, talking about a long time ago, and I didn't want to miss a any part of uh, any part of my training session. And you know, I didn't know who you know Stephen was or whatever. And you know, I put my I put my metal my metal Hey, 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 yep. And I started sparring, but I couldn't even see properly, man. I couldn't even see. And and this guy, he started to throw in leather on me, man. I was like, what the hell is going on with this kid? He so, wanted to knock me out. So you had 22 so stitches on you, and you and you had a metal headgear to protect your face, and this guy was still hitting yeah. you. He was throwing leather hard as he could. 
And I'm like, I'm just looking, my eyes popping out of my face. Like, what the hell is going on with this guy? You know? Hey, you know, it's so hot. It's going hot. And um, I went and I picked up. And I, and I knocked him out. Right. You know, I mean, like, at the end of the day, it was, you know, training practice, but, you know, basically it was set defense because, you know, I got this guy all over my face, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't get off me. You know, I'm like, get off me, you. You know, like, he was, he was all over. So you, okay. And, uh. So you got headbutt, you had 22 stitches. No, 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 I, you know, I knocked him out. Right, you this, knocked him out. This is how it was. I was, I was doing a story in Australia. This guy, this Muda guy, he went ahead and he headbutt me really bad. In, in, and he cut me right open, like twenty-two stitches. Okay. Right. Um, and then you know, that week I I I traveled to uh, California. I remember that I remember that Elite Elite C Elite C wanted wanted to sign me, and um, I went I went all over to uh, sign a contract with them, but at the same time I wanted to train. Right, so, so you, I went in and started training at uh, Team Quest. Uh, Henderson. Yeah, and you know, this guy, is, you know, was all over my face, man. You know, and and I'm just kind of like protecting my face because I have a fight coming up, like in three weeks. Right, and and I have my metal, my metal, I have my metal headgear, headbutt, head, headgear. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, he was he was going hard. I couldn't even see, but he was the only thing. The only thing that I could see, like he throwing punches and kicks, and and, and I'm like, okay, shit, this is the way it goes, eh? So I went and I knocked him out. Right. But um, <laughs> that, um that was Tarek Safadine. Yeah. Yeah, he happened in sparring. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, sparring is sparring, but you know, I got these guys that's just coming all, you know, all, you know. On my on my on my on my Twitter, say like, oh, cry. But um, you know what can you do? You know, let's suppose that you you, you know you in a new gym, okay? You go to the new gym and uh, you know you have to face that situation. Like you got twenty three stitches across your face. You know you can barely see. Right. You got the metal the metal uh, headgear on it. You can barely see. You can't take it off because if you can take it off, you can. They got They got right. Cut you so right you were open. you were just defending yourself. The guy was teeing off on you, going way too hard. You threw an uppercut. You knocked right. him out. Gotcha. And, and and I'm the newcomer. I mean, at the end of the day, this, you know, I'm I'm the newcomer. I wasn't even his training partner. I just came in here for the cruise. <laughs> you know. You just came in to use the bathroom, and then someone just started punching in the face. I mean, I was jumping. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Right. 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 right and. Right. Uh, but, I mean, I just want to... Well, no, I'm happy, I'm happy we got your side of the story because I understand that, like, Tarek Safferdine had just gotten knocked out and then three seconds later, you, you wrote a tweet saying, hey, remember when I did it to you in, 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 uh, in uh, sparring? <laughs> I could see how people on Twitter would get upset about that. But now that we know your side right, of the now story... The, now the backstory. Now we know the backstory, it makes, it makes more sense. Well, I have, to, I have to put it up there because... Um, I don't want to be seen like uh, like this mean evil guy. Yeah. And you know, like I have to prove the facts and and I have to bring the real story. Yeah, the history. Right. What happened? Well, I think people that know you and, know that uh, you're not a mean guy. I think people. I think you have no idea. 
out of all the guests that we've had, we've probably had oh, yeah. over 500 guests on the show. You're the uh, you're the overwhelming crowd favorite. You're the most requested person. People, well, when's Hector I mean, coming back? I have, I have I have a history behind, and uh, trust me, I've been like 18 years in the game, and uh, you know I have a lot of stories to talk about, and and and, and that was one of those. That was one of the stories that I, that I want to put it up there because it was that way. It was no law less. It was no law more. It was just the way I'm saying it. Right. Right. Okay. Gotcha. It was just just right the way that I'm that I'm that I'm saying to you guys. It was that way. Okay. So, um, I show up to the gym. I have 22 stitches across my face. Okay. And I put in my metal bar. Try to spot, try to get some rounds. Next thing that I know, I mean, I'm just fighting for my life. Hmm. So you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Well, listen. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it's sparring anyway. Like, look, you know, when you when you play in basketball, you, you you have to throw ball, right? Yeah. The guy said, "Oh, you can't throw the ball because you play in basketball. You have to throw the ball." When you when you when you spar. You spar. You know, it's just like walking in the street and, uh, you know, you're beating, you're beating a kid or you're beating uh, uh, an old lady. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you don't do that or that. You just, you know, you're sparring. You know, you, and, and the seat's getting a little bit heat up and, it, you know, sometimes happens, but it's nothing like personal. It's nothing like, yeah. you know, I mean, I think he's a cool guy. I don't, I don't know him that well. You know, I've, I've met him like, maybe like, Three days. I was there for like three or four days, and then I left. But uh, um, but do you think? Do you think it was intentional disrespect on his part, trying to hurt you while you were already injured? Well, well you know, you know, it, you know, it's, it's very common. It's very common in, in, in especially in the back in the days. Not anymore, but back in the days where a newcomer, right. a new guy, come come to the gym, they you know you get tested. Just tested in the fires. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, they, they test you up. They see like you know where you are. You know what I mean? Like they say, like, oh, let me see what he got. You know, let me see is he good? Is he good enough? Or let me see if he's tough enough. And, and trust me, like I have experience all over. And uh, now it's getting more like educated. Like the guys, you know, they they can care to each other. Um, especially when you're a training partner, you you take you take care of your training partner because he got a fight coming up. You know what I heard? Your training partner. We we first of all, we wasn't a training partner. Yeah, I just cru- was cruising around that gym for a little while. Second, you know, he didn't know me. I didn't know him. So um, I just want to make I want to make that very clear. I bet. Okay. Well, Hector, listen, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, we love having we you on. We love here, having you on. You're more than welcome to come on any week you want to come on. If you want to come on every week, we'll have you on every week. You're fucking. You're amazing. And uh, and have a have a great weekend, brother. Have a great rest of the week, at least. Hey. Hey, 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 um, is it, is Hector here? Uh, Hector Junior? Yeah, I'm here, man. <laughs> what you want? Oh. Hey, see you later, Mike. Hey, hey, um, you, you um, be good. Thanks, <laughs> 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 man, man. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, take bye. care. All right, brother. Take care, buddy. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Well, that is our show. Uh, another great one in the books. Another great one in the books. Guys, thank you for listening to our show um, or watching our show. Thank you, Evan uh, the Beard, for taking over for DJ since you, he slipped out on us. Evan the Beard. I will be at the Ice House Saturday night in Pasadena. 
uh, two shows. Um, go to adamhunter.com or MMA Roasted or Adam Comedian on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, T-Rex, where are you going to be? Uh, I will be uh, at my house. My wife went out of town for the week, so I'm Being relegated to being at home with the kids. So I'll be at home, but you can check me out on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Todd Rex, T O D D R E X X. Follow me. Someone hacked my page and was like, I was getting oh, all yeah, these, I, I was yeah, getting yeah. all these like um, inbox things saying, yeah, about porn and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it was about porn. It was about buying like followers. Oh, really? Yeah, people were like hitting me up, like, why are you trying to borrow followers? And I was like, I only have <laughs> seven hundred something followers. I'm not buying any damn thing. Yeah, true. Well, take care, guys. Thank you so much. Later, guys. Bye.